Levels, 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 levels. Hey, did you uh, did you see what happened at the uh, Board Ape Yacht Club? I, I can't believe we're talking about this event Again. in Hong Kong last week. I did. I did see this. Holy cow! And Toddler four hundred one k also sent this to us as a potential idiot of the week nomination. By the way. <laughs> The attendees reported eye pain, vision problems, and sunburned skin after the event. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it sounds it sounds just wild. I mean, there are thoughts that maybe the really big LED displays that they used at the event were like they used the wrong kind of light and exposed them to like you like dangerous levels of UV light. Yeah, but I. Sorry, I don't have any sympathy for these people. What? I mean, that's that's harsh. I mean, what did what did these guys ever do to you? This is a convention. Check me here. This is a convention for people who own board ape yacht NFTs. I I mean, I think that's right. Yeah, we've covered this ad nauseum. The NFTs, those specific NFTs that have dropped seventy to 95% in value for the ones that have actually even been sold. Right? Yes. I mean, okay, yes, that that's accurate. And after that drop in prices for, again, JPEGs, <laughs> they still attended this event. Oh, okay. Are you, are you going somewhere with just simply restating the facts of the case? <laughs> Mr. Solicitor. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, burn me once, shame on you. Burn me twice. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prinz, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. It is Thursday night. The, the, I've heard it called the Dog Bowl, because both of these teams, awful. Uh, Dog Um, Bowl kicks off in 28 minutes. Yeah, the, uh... I think the athletics said the only thing that would have made this game interesting is that these are the two teams that have a shot at getting the number one pick, but the bears already have Carolina's number one pick. So the only reason to watch is also taken away. Yeah. And I've seen, there was an article this morning about how the projections do the big, what are the projections? If the Bears win, do they get the first pick? Versus if they lose, do they get the first pick? There's a the odds are better if they win that they get the first overall pick from Carolina. And then still probably get the second overall pick because they're the Bears. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> go team. With with the first pick. In the 2024 NFL draft, <clears throat> the NFL has made a slight adjustment to the draft 
board <clears throat> with the first pick. Taylor's team. Oh. What? <laughs> Look, we got to bring in the viewers. This because is starting nobody's, to suck. <laughs> nobody's tuning in for Bears <laughs> Panthers. Yeah. Oh. By the, by the way, I as you were doing the cold open, uh, all I could hear in my in my head as you were finishing the cold open was uh, fool me once shame shame on you fool me twice we can't we can't get fooled again (laughs) (laughs) at the time i thought that was horrendous and now i miss that so much (laughs) so much oh oh Anyway, did, did I, did I ever think that there would be a politician that made me miss W? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah. And there you are. Yeah. All right. We're on the clock to get to a bad football game. So what do we got for follow-up? Toddler number one, please clarify for the listeners that you don't drink old fashions while you ride your e-bike. Okay. Is it? Is that because technically you're sipping them? through the bottle and not drinking them. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's a sip. It's not really a drink. (laughs) Cheers, toddlers. Well, you're not on the bike. You're not on the bike right now. So yeah, you're allowed. There you go. Yeah. Also, Amy, Amy ordered some new Max this week. Yes, she did. She got the processes, however, in the wrong order. She ordered the Max and then notified us. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to running her order past us prior to clicking submit. Yes. Do you want to do you want to do you want to do you want to talk about what happened? Well, I mean, Amy said, "Hey, I just ordered some of the new MacBook Pros for the office." And it's kind of ridiculous that you have to pay more for the new cool space black ones. So no space black MacBook Pros at at, at LF. And and knowing okay, no knowing that's like actually they don't that is sort of accurate, but they don't charge more for they used to charge more for the the black. That happened in the past. This one they don't charge more for it, but you you have to pay. It only comes on a higher level of computer. So I didn't I didn't really want to. I'm like, well, I, you know, actually, excuse me. I, I pointed did, out he did just push his glasses up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they only come at the higher level, but that means I because <clears throat> you didn't order that level of ones. I happen to know I know exactly which model she ordered. And I know that those only support one display, external display. And this was a problem the last two times that I know that she ordered computers that they only supported one. So I just said, hey, by the way, based on the no space black, I happen to know that the ones that you ordered don't support the dual monitor. I'm sure I'm sure, though, that you're aware of that. (laughs) And and as it turned out, she was not. No, nor. Nor was nor was her IT consulting company, <laughs> or the Apple people. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, at, at which point, I in my mind created an app where you put in the the features that you want 
on the app on the on it, the new Mac. And then it texts me. You push you push send and it texts Todd and he responds. I look up on the side, I look up on the chart and then send a link back to the computer you want. Here's what you need for a small fee. That, 99 cents a review and Todd'll take care of that for you. Is that is that using artificial intelligence? Well, intelligence is doing a lot of lifting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have some feedback from Lisa, but that's going to come in the actually section. Oh Lord. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> in our in our rundown where people are listed who send us lots of feedback. Normally the feedback is listed here. Dwayne's just like, does this person have feedback? Yes. This one. Yes. This one. Yes. This one. Yes. There was a lot of feedback this week. Oh, did you see uh, Sarah wanted to nominate the heckler, the idiot for idiot of the week, the sousaphone player at Texas Southern. Did you see this story? No, I did not. Texas Southern band member punches a heckler. It was a tuba player. Didn't even stop playing the tuba while he punched the heckler. That's the beauty of a sousaphone because you're not holding it. You're wearing it. As a matter of fact, depending on the note that you need to hit, you actually at all times you can have one unless it's high wind in a high wind situation. You do. You do need the other the wind to stabilize the amazingly large sail that you are wearing. However, in a regular wind situation, you have at least one hand free. And on some of the notes, you have two hands free. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Doug from the educated idiots. We talked about, uh, oh, the, the title of last week's show was six feet of meat. Yes. The meal at the ballpark is what Henson calls supper. (laughs) When Todd says nobody in their right mind would do this, he speaks with the ignorance of a skinny person. (laughs) Or at the very least, a non-fat person. There are many, albeit not in our right minds, who identify as people who would drop that $250 and wash it down with a diet soda. Because health. That <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>, way, Doug. <laughs> Fat people are harder to kidnap. It's true. I'm, I'm just thinking. Uh, people at Texas Rangers are like, we need more people like Doug. Thank you for being supportive, sir. At a way. Toddler thirty one eighty seven. You ran a half marathon in 70 degree weather. Yes. I do want to clarify that was 70 degree Fahrenheit. It was Fahrenheit. Yes. Yes. Because 70 Celsius would be a thing that yes. No wonder they were complaining. They were warning you about it being hot. If it was 70 Celsius, boy, that would be tough. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Back to Sherry. 70.3 is a good temperature. How about a 70.3 relay? I'm guessing she means 70.3 miles. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I mean, isn't 70.3, isn't that, that's a half, that's a half an iron day. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Still cracks me up. (laughs) 
It's half an iron they <laughs> spit take. She also, while you were running your half, yes, in London at a regular temperature, Fahrenheit yes. for the record, right? She was trying to run, but got rained out. Yes. They got three inches of rain in Dallas. She flew to Dallas to try to run this race. Three inches of rain in six hours, so the race was canceled. You know what they did? I'm guessing if your race is canceled, you head to the bar, you have a couple of drinks, and you call it a night. Yes, yes, and no. They did head to the bar. They did have a couple of drinks, and then they decided, since the sewers did their work, that they would then go run the course. See, Dwayne, you should have been there. If you would have brought your e-bike, you could be sipping an old-fashioned while they were on the course with them. <laughs> I'd have been zipping a long way ahead of them, and my bike would last that long. That's true. I dubbed what they did because they drank some and then went and ran. I dubbed that the half-drunk half. Mm. Yeah. Yes. At which point you got involved in the conversation. I may have. It's possible I started interjecting. <laughs> Sherry thought that perhaps, oh, because she's doing a full marathon this week. She's yes. not going to do the full drunk full. Yeah. She said that was a bad idea. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Then you. Half drunk for a full is a half full. Full drunk for a half is a full half. And of course, half drunk for a half is a half and a half. <laughs> that's just that's just science. It's that's gotta that's be what just, it is. That's just science. Oh Lord. Well, I hope Sherry does well on her I don't know, half empty? I don't know what she's doing this weekend. Anyway, good luck to Sherry. Um, when's your next race run? Cause my times aren't fast enough for them to be races. So they're okay. all runs. Good clarification. My, my next one is a week from Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. What did we have for, um, actually. So in one of the, uh, Lisa's been catching up. She's been binging to catch up. And then I don't know if it was just last week. I, you know what? I could probably tell. Anyway, in one of the discussions we talked, I talked about that we went to six in London. And I talked about that it was 70 minutes long. And then you actually me and said, it's 80 minutes of runtime, not right. 70 minutes of runtime. Right. Because you weren't here, she then said, you guys got that wrong. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, hold on. So she timed it. And what she wanted to let you know is in the UK, it runs 70 minutes long because we were there. In the US, they add the big mega mix at the end to make it a little bit longer. And in the UK, um, I think it has something to do with once they withdrew from the EU, they weren't allowed to. Anyway, whatever. Um, it is shorter runtime in the UK than it is in the United States because they didn't add more stuff. So that is an um actually to your actually. 
um, actually. Okay, I sit corrected. Damn right. Oh, I mean, yes. Sorry. No, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> so the thing, uh, the, move on to follow up here. It's follow up or it's um actually, but yes. <laughs> I can, yes, I, yeah, I suppose. Last week, we got derailed in the middle of the podcast. Which because, is weird for us. <laughs> because... Mac OS Sonoma Sonoma, the latest version. What is that? Is it 14? Yes, I believe it is. The funny okay. thing is, is I'm on my iMac and I pulled up the about this Mac to get the version. And then I realized I'm like six versions behind. So that doesn't help me anyway. Yes. Let's you say 14 Sonoma 14. If you're on Sonoma 14 and you make a motion with your hand, it then creates these bubbles or things because you can, uh, you can, because as you said, you can, one of them will help you make confetti or make balloons or apparently other stuff. And I, cause I was giving a thumbs up and it gave me this little bubble that had thumbs up. So I had to go research yes. to find out. So if you make the peace sign with both hands, that's when confetti falls. Again, this is only on Apple and only if you're up to Sonoma iOS 14 because or, Amy test or or I believe this is also on iOS 17 on a phone and iPad OS 17 on iPad. So if you're on the latest version on iPads, iPhones, Mac, I don't believe the Apple TV has it because it doesn't have a camera. And if you can get your home pod to do this, God bless. Anyway, yes, on the new stuff, on the new Apple stuff. On the right, right. So you can make it make confetti. You can do double thumbs up. And Which that gives you fireworks. Fireworks. Yep. You can do double thumbs down. And that makes it rain. Yes. Am I telling you new things? Is this, have you done the research? I did the research as well. So I'm actually looking at the research. Yeah. So if you throw up the double devil horns, you know, we will rock you. You get the laser bursts. Amy, what happens if you give them the Eli? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing happens. They apparently consulted Lisa. Nothing happens. <laughs> That's not a thing. It's not a thing. Some 12-year-old from Philly comes out of the crowd. I don't know. Here's the thing. If they did that, people would buy Max just... They would be like, I'm dropping 1500 bucks. Watch this. This is cool. What would be really cool is, okay, so if you flip the Eli, what should it do, right? Like, oh, we got the rain or the fireworks or whatever. I think in honor, what should actually happen is an eagle flies behind you. <laughs> but... But... As it's flying over you, it craps right on your head and keeps flying. <laughs> that, that would be, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Eli. Yeah. Apple, you can use that. I, not for free. You've got enough money. We're right. going to, we're going to want to cut yeah. for that, cut of that though. But you're yeah. going to want one of those new iMacs. No, no. We're listening. I guess this is also feedback. Yeah. We're listening. And you're complaining 
about how Apple doesn't make what you want. Yes. Amy pauses the feedback. Seriously? Really? Well, it's about the retina display, right? Because he's accustomed to... How much video editing is he doing in the undisclosed location anyway? He has standards. And I also have a new 5K monitor arriving tomorrow to test drive. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Nice. Was that, that, oh, next week that would be under what Todd's watching. It's entirely possible. Yes. That he's watching a new 5k monitor. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well then my, my laser pointers <laughs> will be super <laughs> awesome. When you see them in 5k outstanding. Yeah. Except I'm already seen it in 5k, even on a 10, on a nine year old computer on oh, three. Right. Like, like that's, that's the whole point is that's, right. Yes. Like it's not an upgrade. It's just not a downgrade that's the anyway enough you know if we're doing we should really be recording the video this week (laughs) oh let's see oh we've talked on at least three if not five occasions about the robo taxis yes in san francisco yes both the ones that people are having sex in and the ones people aren't having sex because they're the same ones. Same. Yes. Same please. ones. Yes. Same ones. I was at my, my, so I'm at my last show last week for Wells Fargo. Yes. On the show floor is a cruise taxi. <laughs> so I, so I went over, looked at it, peeked around, took some pictures, texted you a couple of pictures Looked inside and went, oh, yeah, that's plenty big. I can see why people are doing that. Was there anybody from Cruise there or was it just sitting there? Oh, there were lots of people from Cruise there. Surprisingly, because the car is supposed to be able to drive itself onto the show floor. My thought would have been, I mean, you don't want to be that guy, but you walk up and go, just real quick, I see you guys are having a lot of problems. Um, Did you expect the car to be here? Or did it not, was it not supposed to be here? Like maybe the, maybe the fact that it was in the middle of the, of the show floor, they didn't pay for that. The damn thing was supposed to be going to the airport and instead drove into the convention center. And you're like, well, we're here now. Hand out some pamphlets. Good enough. <laughs> Don't get too close. We can't control it. Anything for the tech corner from the Taylor Center for technology policy? Nope. I think we covered uh, we covered all that uh, earlier, so I think we're good. Okay. Good. Well, just wanted to get their plug in for their yes. sponsorship. So yes. that would be that would be unfortunate if we did not. Yeah. So where does that leave us? That's right. It's time for America's uh, second favorite game. I don't know. Sure. sure? Okay. Sure. Uh, did you see the score from the Iowa Northwestern football game last week? I believe. I Not exactly. If I, I think what I saw was, it was like Iowa 7, Northwestern negative 3, Turf Monster 42. You're close. You're very close, especially about the turf monster. 
I I hear that was the, I I hear that was the 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 turf was the talk of the game. Anyway, please. Well, because they sodded, sod didn't really take, and they filled in one of the dugouts and then sodded over the area that they filled in, and then expected people to play on it. Yeah, that's not going to work. Nope. I could have told them that, and I'm clearly no expert at <laughs> almost anything. Uh, anywho, final score, Iowa 10, Northwestern 7. Okay. Mm, and again, for those of you who might not be aware, this game was played at Wrigley Field. That's why we were talking about filling in the dugouts. It wasn't played over at Dyke Stadium or over on the Northwestern campus at, at Wrigley Field. Todd, how many times during the season at Wrigley Field this year were more than 17, well, 17 points in football, 17 runs in baseball, were more than 17 runs scored? Uh, That's an excellent question. I'm just... I'm assuming there were a couple in late September, right during that playoff push, and not for the good guys. I'm going to say there were at least I'm going to say there were at least eight games at Wrigley Field this year, baseball games that scored more that had 17 or more runs than this football game. So there there were six. Ah. Oh. That's where I started and then thought, nah, just keep going higher. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a chance to redeem yourself. Yeah. Which I won't. Okay. Of those six. Yeah. How many did the Cubs win? Two. Actually five. Really? Yeah. They only lost one. They were, they were five and one in games where the combined runs were more than 17 points runs at, at home at home. I'm just going to say this and I don't mean to be the Michael Wilbon eh, stats and I don't get advanced metrics or whatever. That is a completely useless statistic. <laughs> 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 this team, this team is five and one when there are 17 or more runs scored. What? Why? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's kind of like saying your best. The uh, let's see, the Toyota Camry gets the best mileage of any car after being driven in the ocean for fifteen miles. Wait, what? (laughs) Wait. It is a stat, and I'm not saying it's not accurate, but that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> See, here's the one other thing that I thought might be interesting about this. 8-1, Cubs 20. 4-11, Cubs 14. 8-2, Cubs 16. 7-18, Cubs 17. 9-5, Cubs 11. Then on 11-4, Iowa 10 as has been regularly chronicled on this podcast, Brian Ferentz out of a job because he can't score any runs. Yes. 
Do you know who else is out of a job right now? Most of the people that used to work for Twitter. Well, there's that. Okay, but I don't, that's not what you were going for. No, that's not what I was going for. Ross, it has David to do with Ross. the Cubs. David Rossi. Ross. Rossi yeah. is out as of Monday. Rossi is out as manager looking for work, and he clearly can score more runs than Brian Ferentz. I think he should get a job. I think he should at least get a shot at offensive coordinator for the Iowa Hawkeyes. <laughs> Can't do any worse. Wait, wait. You mean... We get six, six points every time we score. How hard of a job is this? <laughs> I had to do this crap one at a time. <laughs> and I had to do it 162 times. We're only doing this 12 times this year. No, oh, come on. A grand slam is worth 24 points. How hard <laughs> could this job be, Brian? Man. Anyway, I, I I I don't know. You were pretty close on the first one. You weren't very close on the second one. No I, bells. I have no because I have some feedback by the way that we're getting very very loose on. Like, yeah, you're close enough. Yeah, no, no. The last no. time I said, okay. do I said Dwayne, you're close enough. And Lisa's like, no, he wasn't. No. Stop being easy on it, on him. So. <laughs> if okay. We're gonna play the game. Then we got to play the game. You know gonna, what? There okay. Are, there are rules. This isn't Michigan. Speaking of idiot of the week. <laughs> okay. Actually, that's not my idiot of the week. I have, oh, I have a okay. different, uh, I do have a different idiot of the week. And actually this is, this is, this was, I had one and then, and then somebody said, hold my beer. So there's going to be, these are two along the same lines. So the opening bid, the opening, the ante was Comcast cable provider for many people in the United States. I don't know. If you have, I don't know if you've seen ads for their Xfinity service, but they are trumpeting their Xfinity 10G internet service. You need to get 10G internet service. Okay. So I've always thought that that's a bunch of crap because that's just marketing crap and there's no basis for 10G. And 10G might mean something because we have 5G phones. So you may think, oh, Comcast is offering twice the speed. It's not 5G, it's 10G. Nope, that is not what that stands for. Also, for internet to your home, there's like gigabit speed, which is 1G. So Comcast Xfinity 10G obviously must be 10 gigabit. Yeah. Well, it's not. It is not. It is nowhere near there. And actually, uh, based on their technology, you can't even deliver that. Most of their network is through cable lines. And there is no technology that allows cable companies to even get to 1G, let alone 10G. So this is just crap. And they're trying to, they're, they're, they're trying to confuse people. That was also, this is, this is how bad, this is how egregious this is. The advertising industry, to make sure the government doesn't regulate them, like they do in like the UK, the government says that ad was misleading, you have to change it. In the US, the advertising industry says, oh, we'll self-regulate ourselves. Right. Because that works so well. 
Listen up so, here, Flinnies. He's coming for you. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so they have the national advertising division, which is part of the advertising industry, self-regulatory system run by BBB national programs. Anyway, the advertising's own self-regulatory group told Comcast they need they urged them they didn't tell them because they don't have any enforcement powers they urged them to stop using 10g or modify them to at least state that 10g is an aspirational technology <laughs> rather than something that they actually provide today because you can't get 10g from their system Comcast plans to appeal the decision, so there will be no changes made immediately. If they lose the appeal and agree to change the practices, it would affect more than just a few ads because they actually call their entire broadband network 10G. Earlier this year, they renamed it as Xfinity 10G Network, even though they basically can't provide that at all. That was the opening bid. <laughs> okay. Because it's worthy. Yes, right? However, the rest of the internet providers beyond Comcast wanted to get in on some of this. <clears throat> in 2021, Congress passed a law requiring the Federal Communications Commission to issue rules, quote, preventing digital discrimination of access based on income level race, ethnicity, color, religion, or national origin within two years. So, because they were required by law, the FCC last month released, the chairwoman released her draft plan to comply with the congressional mandate. What it was supposed to do is it instructs cable providers, any actually internet providers, including cable companies, including that 10G crap, by law, they are not allowed. They are not allowed to discriminate on basis of your color, nationality, religion, etc. And the rule states you have to offer it to everybody, and you can't discriminate on price. Right. You have to offer it, and you have to offer it for the same price to everybody who is in the protected. Yes. <clears throat> that was denounced, actually, by one of the FCC Republican commissioners, who described it as President Biden's plan to give the administrative state effective control over all internet services and infrastructure in the United States. I'm not worried about him. I mean, he votes or whatever. The ISPs, including Comcast, Charter, AT&T, and Verizon, have had flurries of meetings and commissioners with the FCC, and they have argued that the rules are too broad. They don't want the FCC to say you can't discriminate on price based on color, nationality, religion. They are pushing back on the FCC and said, the only thing that you can tell us not to discriminate on is whether we offer it or not. However, we should be able to charge whatever price to whatever religion you are, and we should be free to discriminate. That is not your job. So the cable company said the FCC should define dig digital discrimination as 
disparate treatment and should limit the standard to policies and practices involving the deployment of broadband network facilities. It should not regulate rates or nor non-technical aspects of broadband service. They don't want the FCC telling them they can't discriminate. Which makes that whole 10G thing look real funny and cute now at this point, because that's the advertising board own standards. Now they're telling the FCC, back off. You don't get to tell us how to run our business. There you go. And that's weird. Is my internet getting weak? Is that, are we about ready to be dropped? Oh, no. oh so, sorry. So, <laughs> anyway, Comcast gets two votes for idiot of the week because they're both of them. And then all the rest of the internet service providers get the other idiot for this <sighs> for the record toddlers that entire run i just had my mouse hovering over the other theme just in case just in case we needed to roll to it we didn't we didn't good work out of you i know what i'm doing most of right? the time i mean we've done this 193 times we know where the line is kind of it's way back there we passed it which tells you when we cross it, it's because we damn well decided to cross it. How about you? What'd you bring? So uh, this also kind of rolls into travel stories. But my idiot of the week is us. This is a self-nomination. Really? Okay. So I'm, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to tell the whole story. This is both idiots and travel stories. Okay. Okay. Fill in as you feel led. I'm in Austin for my last trip. For work. For that current employer. Not your last for trip ever. Just my, yeah. not my last trip ever. For my for my for my former employer. Because I started the new job today. Last trip for the last job for my former employer. I roll out at 4 a.m for a 6 a.m. flight, but I'm feeling good because I got upgraded to first class all the way home. Now, that's because it's a Saturday a.m. flight at 6 a.m. Nobody in their right mind flies at 6 a.m. on Saturday. That's why I got upgraded. Upgraded to first class all the way through. Austin to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to Des Moines. First class. Excellent. Roll out at 4 a.m., get to the airport at 5 for the 6 a.m. flight, we hop on the plane. It backs out from the gate on time. Another successful on-time departure. Yes, it was. Until we stopped moving backwards and started moving forwards back towards the gate. And I went, hmm, that seems kind of odd. The pilot comes on to inform us, uh, we're going back to the gate for maintenance issue, uh, the maintenance guys are there, but because the gate guys weren't expecting us to come back, they've moved on to help another plane. So we're parked just short of the jet bridge. We need to pull up so that we can open the door and be attached to the jet bridge there to do the paperwork because a passenger noticed something wrong with one of the wings. Okay, for the record, I was not on your flight. Thank you. Good clarification. Kind of felt like that's where you were headed. 90 minutes later, we were informed that what the passenger saw was peeling paint on the wing. I did not know this is not what I learned this week. 
but it is something that I learned. I did not know that a passenger could ground a plane because of something that they thought they saw on the wing. Did you know this? <laughs> I did not. And I don't think that they publicize that a lot for, you know, reasons, reasons. <laughs> I had an hour and 15 minute connection in Minneapolis that I then did not make. Fine. When's the next flight? Delta, God bless them, already booked me on the next flight. We landed. We finally landed at 10.15. The next flight wasn't until 7.45 p.m. There wasn't any other version of this where I fly over to Detroit and back to Des Moines or get on a different airline and fly to Chicago or Dallas or God knows where, Denver, and then back into Des Moines. Nothing gets me home before 8.30 or 9 o'clock. 7.45 flight gets me home at 9.15. That was the closest, quickest opportunity Delta had to get me home. So I called up our travel agency. They rented me a car and I hopped in a car and drove from Minneapolis to Des Moines, arriving in Des Moines at about 2.30. That, however, is not... It is a bad travel story. Now I know what this story is about. <laughs> As I hop in the car and I have four hours to burn, I text Todd. Hey, you busy? Not really. What's going on? Says Todd. Like, well, I call him up. Todd and I get on the phone together and I tell him a short version of that story. Shorter version of that story. Maybe, maybe not. I think we should tell this story on a quick version of the podcast, do a bonus episode. Why, Todd? In honor, well, to pat our stats, yes. but nominally speaking, in honor of we've technically released 200 episodes, including the bonus episodes. So this was going to be a bonus episode to celebrate. We're patting our stats to celebrate that we padded our stats. Yes, exactly. So here's the problem. I'm driving. Yes. I can't run the Zencaster, leaving Todd to produce. Go on. <laughs> okay, so which software should we use? Well, maybe we can just do this on FaceTime. Okay, can we record on FaceTime? Sure, yeah, we can do that. We fire it up, and then there was this terrible echo. Well, that doesn't work. Okay, fine. Well, we can't use Zencaster because... Zencaster is what we normally use, but Zencaster doesn't work on a phone. So we could try this other little piece of software that I've got. We couldn't get that to work two different ways. Meanwhile, you decided, oh, we can just use FaceTime. So let's try to use FaceTime. But then we couldn't record on FaceTime. But then in the middle of that, you figured out how to record on FaceTime. And yes. then, okay, yes, let's go. Okay, yes, we're going to do this. So we hop on. I muddle my way through an open. Yes. We tell the story. Yes. We celebrate our 200th release. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Great. It was incredible storytelling. I it was, it was moved. I was, I was laughing. I was crying. I was moved. It was like nothing that we've ever done before. It's absolutely accurate. It was like nothing we've ever done before. We muddled our way through the clothes 
because I didn't have, again, I didn't have a rundown in front of me. I was trying to remember sponsors and other things that we said. Thank God for Todd. Helped me out. Bailed me out. Okay, we're good. We're out. In the recording. Okay, super. Excellent. Okay, you're going to pull it down. Yep, I'll pull it down and then I'll upload it. You can get to it and then I could edit it. And we could release, you know, an interim story. Yep. There wasn't an interim release, was there? Let me check my notes. No. There was not. No. No, there wasn't. Nope. <laughs> do you want to do you want to tell the listeners why? What? Remember? Well, okay. So we need to understand. Okay. So no, <clears throat> let me start. <laughs> Do you remember when I was telling the story, when I got back from the trip and I went and opened up my photos and my photos from, were gone, like from June, 2022 onward were gone. And my reaction was, huh, that's weird. And then I just sort of progressed with my day. Yeah. What I didn't share with you was that was a 10 minute phone call. I was using screen recording to record the whole thing. And then I was going to pull the audio out of the screen recording. Yeah. About halfway through my iPhone, which I'm doing this on, gave me a message about where my screen recording was now located. Your screen recording is in your photos app. And I thought to myself, huh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, that's handy. It put it but in I'm there sure- for me. In the middle of reco- in the middle of recording, five minutes seventeen seconds into this recording, it just wants to let me know where I can find it. Then we get off the call, and then I have to go do some stuff, and then I go back to my phone. I'm like, "Oh, I need to go get the audio," and I open up the phone, and I'm like, "Huh? Well, that's that's five minutes and seventeen seconds of, huh? That's w- anyway." About so half what we did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I should have known halfway through that it was no longer recording, but I've never used screen recording to record a FaceTime call. So this was uh, something that Todd ought to know and didn't. And anyway, the 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 great stuff that we did in that second half of that recording are now it's just it, should, it was just you and me like it was it's lost to history. I'm an idiot because I didn't prep. Yeah. We've done this long enough that we should, I, I should be ready at this point to record on the fly at a moment's notice. If something strikes us, we should just be able to grab and go and, and gather something. Yeah. And yet we've never done that before. So when you called me and said, I'm in the car, can we record audio? And I'm like, I have like 16 different audio recording programs. Right but none of them can be patched into talking to you right now. Like, anyway, so yes, that has left me something to do, which is, well, you know what? That can't happen again. So now I'm going to have to have a system to do this and a backup system and a backup to the backup system. Because arrows are tricky. Because they are tricky. (laughs) Anyway, there was plenty of idiocy to go around on both sides of the camera here because I just sprung this on you and assumed we could figure it out on the fly. We couldn't. We, we could we could not because we are idiots.
Here's the thing. I think we could have figured it out eventually, but I was also knowing that you only had a four-hour drive, and I wasn't even <laughs> sure how far into the drive you were. I just imagine as I'm like, hold on, let me try this. You're you're going past Albert Lee. You're going past the nice rest stop. You're going past the welcome to Iowa. You're going past the new the new nice rest stop in Iowa. You're now going past Clear Lake, and you're like, dude, it, it, by the time we figure this out, I will be home. <laughs> no, 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 I got this. Hold on. Let no, me no, try no, something else. Going. You know what? If I reboot and put this thing into a command line, I bet I could. No, no. I bet you I could put a shell script and then route the audio. I'm sure I have a cable around here somewhere that could solve this. <laughs> it's it's Apple. That's a dongle. Well, I would need a dongle to use the cable. Yes, you would. Yeah. Yes, you would. Uh, Do you want anything good? Yeah. So. Last week or two weeks ago, we didn't see it, but uh, we heard some really good things about the host of Saturday Night Live was a stand-up comedian, Nate Bargatze. Never heard of him. Anyway, we watched his monologue, and it was a pretty good monologue. And we're like, yeah, that's not bad. So we went and looked. He apparently has multiple Netflix specials. We watched his from, I think, 2019 called The Tennessee Kid pretty i mean you know entertaining a different style than a lot of stand-up comedians a little different anyway we're probably gonna watch the next couple that he's released um we're also mostly just watching the same stuff i will say this we are watching we're still watching uh, wrexham and we're we're behind last night we watched episode 10 of season two of wrexham called gressford have you seen this episode yet about the mining disaster Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I will tell yes, you is for a show nominally about a couple of guys from Hollywood who buy this cute foot this football team, then in the middle of this, they do an episode about a mining disaster that happened in 1934 in the town of Wrexham and what that has what that meant to the town, what mining meant, what the disaster meant, and what the football club meant because of that and how they still take a moment of silence every year in a football match to honor it. Because as Lisa points out, I'll just throw this out. England, and that's as Wales, so we'll say Britain, one of the things they do that's amazing, they never forget. We think, oh, 9-11, we never forget. We do that thing. That level of reverence and remembrance is everywhere in England, in Wales, in Scotland. And the fact that this happened in this town and they still honor it, it's on the football jerseys. What I will say is this has nothing to do with football. It has nothing to do with Rob and Ryan. This alone is an amazing 30 minutes of television to understand what it means to what it means to be from Wrexham and why the football club is so important. Well, I, you said a moment of silence. In America, we'll do a moment of silence. Where they some do. people will be quiet and other people will yell to hear themselves yell. And they do a minute of silence. Yes. An entire minute. Yes. And that place is quiet. Yes, it is. I don't know. It's impressive. So if you haven't yeah. watched Rexham, this probably actually, if you've watched the rest of it, I think if you watch the rest of them, this one is so different, but I was just like, look, if whatever their reasons for being in the football club, whatever their reasons for doing this show or whatever, but I will tell you 
like you watch that episode and you're like, these guys are brilliant. They didn't have to tell this story. This story, this part of the story isn't about them. They could have skipped over this because this is heavy. This is not light. This is over 200 men died in a mine in a terrible way. And then were their families were treated amazingly bad because it was the thirties. They didn't have to tell the story and they did. And I was just like, very impressive. So anyway, there you go. Well, what are you watching? Hopefully something funnier than mining disasters. Well, we ripped on Haas in last week's cold open. Yeah. And then Chuck didn't even make it through the formation lap on, on Sunday. So I'll just sit over here and be quiet. I, I watched F1 this weekend. Kind of. I, I didn't. I didn't watch any of it because I was like, what do I, uh, who cares? There was other things going on. I will say this. The problem with writing an F1 joke at this point about poor performance and crashes and not living up to expectations is it's not the one person you pick. You have a wide range to pick from. And on any given weekend, it could be any of them. It's it's really hard. You, you make fun of Haas one week, and then it's Ferrari the next week. And you know what? They're all going to do it. They're all going to be it. So, yeah. Uh, you've, you've done this before. Uh, I'm going to do it this week. Uh, I watched the the new trailer for the Monk movie, the Adrian Monk movie that's coming out. Okay. On December 8th, it's on Peacock. I believe it's on Peacock. But Tony Shalhoub is back as Monk. Uh, and I watched the trailer this week and it made me happy to see him playing this character again. Trailer Howard and um, uh, Leland Stottlemyre. And I, I don't know. They're all, all the characters are back. Uh, all the original. Anyway. Uh, Monk's coming back for a for a movie, Mister Monk's Last Case, on December eighth, and then I'm also watching The Office from the beginning because I Ooh, it's been a while. Some of those some of those early ones aren't aren't great, but some of the early ones are better than some of the early ones of Park and Rec. The first season of Park and Rec is really just don't right, but. The I'm I you know what else the other thing that I need to find is every cold open for the office strung together because I almost <laughs> every week I laugh out loud at the cold open still and you know what's coming I know what's coming and I laugh out loud at the cold open wait the cold opens are supposed to be funny yeah it's a novel what? concept why didn't you tell me that <laughs> forget everything you know about exercise done. By the way, uh, speaking of trailers, we did watch a trailer. Uh, the trailer for the next season of Slow Horses dropped, uh, and we watched we watched the trailer. And y- yes, please, yes, please. Where's the shows? Drop the shows. They're coming in December. Drop the shows. Can't and speaking of sh- speaking of shows coming back for All Mankind season four, I believe releases in the next week. Or... So for All Mankind is oh uh, Friday. Actually, who knows? It might be out. It might, it might be out right now. So, uh, for all mankind is coming back. Cool. Anyway, uh, that may be the thing that I learned this week. Actually, the thing I learned this week is I started this new job today and so far so good. Really liking it. How about you? I was just going to say, is there such thing as too much research? Uh, and the answer is yes, yes, there is. 
nine months ago, I started looking for a monitor for my Mac. And I said, I'm not going to buy the Apple Studio display. And I have spent, as Lisa has pointed out, uh, had I spent the amount of time researching a monitor other than that one, if I had spent that like getting a paycheck, I could have bought like six of those over because I have, I have, I, I have gone to the end of the internet and I have read all of the stories about every monitor that anybody says this is and it. They're like, well, this is kind of works and whatever, and it doesn't do this thing. And uh, at the end of it, uh, actually what's what, what, what happened this week was somebody said, Hey, by the way, you know, Apple's uh, Apple's holiday return policy is now into effect. So instead of having 14 days, you don't have anything you buy now at Apple other than like gift cards and stuff. You can keep it until January 8th or 9th and still return it because if you buy gifts, you can hold on to it. And so the person said, it's kind of like you can test drive their stuff for the next two months and still return it if you don't like it. And I went, I like the way you think. I like the way you think. So the test drive begins tomorrow. Excellent. Or as Lisa pointed out, had I just made this decision nine months ago, I could have been using it and avoided watching a bunch of bad. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, there is a limit to how much research you should do. Not how much you can do. You can do unlimited. How much should you do? Much less. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prinz and his white paper on monitors wherever you get your pods. Just search talk. Excuse me, a white paper is pretty short. I have a full dissertation and it's in volumes one through seven. <laughs> it's self-published. I, I don't think you needed to tell anybody that. I think that was assumed. <laughs> You can subscribe uh, by searching talking in the number two, no Gino space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. Stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Check out our Naperville drains. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors. Toddler 3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and DJ to go Cedar Valley. Send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Todd. The fact that that Wrigley Field continually has a problem hosting a single football game a year is surprising because they're like, oh, we don't know how to do this. When your Chicago Bears played there for nearly 50 years, that was their home stadium from 1922 to 1970. And at the same time, the Chicago Cardinals also played there at the same time from 1931 to 1939. A total of 335 professional football games have been played at Wrigley Stadium, Wrigley Field, sorry, at Wrigley Field. And yet one one game a year and everybody goes, I don't know how we do this. I don't know. Can you even fit this in? I just, this is, I, where, where, where do we put the field? I don't know. Is it even big enough? Yes, it's big enough. It used to do this all the time. I believe you want to have a word. Actually, this is currently a different configuration of Wrigley Field than in 1971 when the Bears left Wrigley Field to come to Soldier Field because they've added eight rows of seats closer 
to the stadium. They've added seats in the outfield. They've changed the configuration. So the, the field does not fit in the way that it fit before in the old configuration of Wrigley Field. Things are much closer. Also, if you remember in 1971, the goalposts were in the end zone as opposed to outside the end zone then hanging over the goal, the back end of the goal. So you need, you need, you actually need more room now, not to mention all the, the equipment that comes with a NFL football team that happens now that didn't happen back in 1971 when they last played in Wrigley Field. Actually, it's a lot more difficult than it's made out to be. Son, those are excuses. And around here, we have a next stadium up mentality. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get feedback on that. We'll be back next week. We're here. We're talking to Todd. Hey, so we're going to go on hiatus again between Thanksgiving and Christmas, which means we've got to get some more of these episodes in the can. If you have questions, if you have suggestions, if you have worst whatever, send it to us. Send it to feedback at talkingtotod.com, and we'll talk about it during the hiatus. When we say worst whatever, like, like Doug, Doug, swear to God, don't send us any pictures, man. Just stories. And, and I'm going to be honest, Dwayne's going to read them first. <laughs> just i feel like our legal eagle said we needed to say that doug <laughs>